Hello, and welcome to your new favorite team, the podcast that looks into what makes your team so special. I'm your host, Chris, and let me introduce my co-host, who wanted to do a podcast called What Would You Do With a Drunken Sailor, a podcast where each week she writes and performs a sea shanty. It's Lizzie. <laughs> hey. Have these gotten too weird at some point? They're not so, weird enough. They get weirder. You think it's weird, and then it gets super weirder. How am I supposed to respond to that? You know, it's like, yeah, that's what I feel like you get to at least say like, oh, here's our bit. Here's what we're about. I'm Christopher. Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Lizzie likes sea shanties and nobody knows if it's true or not. And I'm just supposed to say, I'm doing well. I hope everybody else is too. I think the fake laugh that you gave me uh, and then just <laughs> dissecting it like that is is probably what this bit deserves. Um yeah, you can make fun of it right I do, back. I do really love that I haven't heard the word shanty in a while. Do you remember? I don't know. Was it? Was It, it had to have been sometime we were all like locked in our house and it became a thing. Maybe it started on TikTok. I don't want to, I don't remember where it originated. TikTok. And it, and it became like a, a, like people were singing sea shanties, but it also made it like on the news. And they're like, it's a thing. And it like died right then. Do you remember no. this? I don't. I mean, I like, no, I'm trying to think. I don't think I remember it. I want to say yes, just to be a part of it, but I, I don't remember. Yeah. I think, I think that was a thing. I, I don't remember being, but I remember seeing on the news and I was like, oh, that's cooked. Like the news, <laughs> CBS is breaking this down. It's cooked. It's over. It's over. You know, if CBS is already promoting it then it's over. Yeah. Once the sea shanties get involved, we're, we're done. Well, Lizzie, uh, we are recording this the night before we put it out. Um, you know, I, so this living is on the edge, living on the edge. And I just want to say like, we are right in the middle of maybe the entire internet ending. And just want to get your feeling like Facebook's been down all day and oh, everything connected to that. So, um, you know, we might not even get to post this on Instagram. I have no idea where we're at in terms of. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Did we, has there been a discovery as to why the world is ending or? No, I mean, not I, I, I have yet. I saw that there was like people just going to the, ser- they were like, we just maybe need to put our eyes on the servers. Maybe something came unplugged. It, it feels oh, well- like. Maybe the entire internet shouldn't end if a server comes unplugged, but I thought you were going to say people just said that they need to put their eyes on the circus, and I was like, "What? <laughs> That's as bad as cooked as a sea shanty." Like <laughs> people just said, "You know what we're going to do right now? If the internet is ending, then we all need to go to the circus right now because that's going to be our new source of entertainment." You know what? I think I the internet. I mean, I do believe internet killed the circuses, and I think killing the internet <laughs> would bring circuses back. Bring circuses back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we're going to post this on the internet, but kill the internet and bring circuses back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll just we'll uh, we'll get a banner that will just fly to circus. That will be very plausible. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So maybe in the future, when you're hearing this, actually, I think I think Facebook's back up by the time we're, we're it talking. for sure I can't is. Tell. Definitely. I don't have no idea, yeah. but uh, there's this website that I learned about today called um is it crashed.com oh yeah yeah or something like that and i was like so if you already find yourself on this website though doesn't that tell you everything you need to know like yes and so it's funny because i like googled facebook and it was like yes oh yeah for sure it's crashed. yeah yeah Uh, oh thank you thanks website really appreciate that one yeah it's it's good to know sometimes you're not going crazy though you're like this isn't loading properly and you're like is it oh okay good it's it's widespread and then the well, opposite was, is worse. <laughs> I was like super, um, oh gosh, 
This is going to be one of those things that I don't want people to know about me. But I'm friends with people who still make Facebook events like as ways yeah. to communicate with people. Yeah. And that already is just something that I, um, I'm pretty vocal about not being for that. So I feel like it doesn't, I don't need to like say it over and over and over again, but yeah. that makes me feel lame to even say that to be associated with Facebook groups. But today there was talk of going to the orchard and it's with a plan switch. And so I was supposed to update the right. orchard Facebook page, which I have about like, negative three levels of patience for uh -huh. and then as i was doing it i was like i was like messaging people like i don't know what's wrong like it's just not loading so i don't know like it you guys are just gonna have to figure out what we're going to the orchard because it's not loading and i hate the facebook groups and i'm not for it and then come to find out i was like oh like it's it wasn't just me or my wi-fi like it's an actual right. thing yeah so you and everyone over like 55 no, was I so mad today when facebook wouldn't come up that's what Ooh, I mean. So saying it. I'm like, don't you guys realize just how old this makes us? Like, I'm not, yeah. I don't check Facebook. No, I, so you know how, I, I don't know if it's a group thing, but that you can like invite people or you can send invites to things. Like not, and it, I don't think it makes it a group. Are you, people, are you talking about Facebook groups? No, I'm not. I'm like, hey, we're having a party. We're just going to send invites. I guess you do make a group. But it, it's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Well, I've yeah. missed I've I've missed several, and it, it may be just a way for people to be like, I did invite you, and then not really invite me. And I can't help but notice your little bubble saw it. So. Oh yeah, I've missed a few yeah. things where like we thought you saw it. It was on Facebook. Sorry, you don't know. Yeah, well, I will say the group of people. There's like a demographic where like I'm sure some of them are on Facebook more than others. So like I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I am yeah. like. Yeah, how's yeah. about like an owl should we just send owls back and forth right I think right that, that right. might be more mail still exists yeah a smoke That's what I do. i'm gonna say hey guys let's screw the facebook group but let's go for handwritten letters that we're gonna mail out that's beautiful that would be beautiful maybe, maybe that's why plans are so short notice right now because like back in the day you had to like mail it in the mail and enough time to be like we're committing to this because i mailed it yeah, that's a much bigger deal. Yeah, if you mail an invitation to something, that's a bigger deal. Yeah, you're not where I blow stuff off all the time now, and that's just because like someone texted me, "Hey, we're getting together at seven I'm like, oh, "Whatever, I'll be there at seven. I won't be there at seven thirty, but I'll be late. I'll obviously I'll be, be there late. at seven forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you got to come in late. I'm cousin. I'm Christopher. I'm cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I almost said cool cousin Christopher, but that is lame. That's too many C's. Triple C, too many, too many. Well, Lizzie, we just finished week five. We uh, learned this weekend that if you hype things up uh, <laughs> a lot, sometimes it, it falls flat on its face. Yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, we have a an, like an Instagram live that we do on our Instagram page. And you can go back and watch it. It'll be a good time, especially considering the, the defeats of the weekend. Um, but Christopher definitely made an allusion an illustration that it felt weird in the air. And I believe Christopher that you're completely wrong, right? No, there was nothing weird in the air. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I thought maybe, I believe the hype, the Ole Miss hype I bought into, I, I will say I did not buy into the Arkansas hype though. I don't know if I publicly stated it on that podcast. You did not. You did not. Yeah, okay. Uh, or it's not a podcast, but a little episode and uh, did feel like Georgia was going to roll there, but uh, I I had a little bit of faith in Ole Miss to just to to kind of put a, a game plan together. 
and I didn't hate what they tried to do, uh, but Alabama's very, very good. So, but we, we'll, we'll maybe touch on that a bit more when we get into the SEC. But yeah, I thought there was something weird in the air Saturday, and boy, was it not. Turns out it was just a weird day for you. Yeah, I was just feeling something could be, uh, you know. But you know what? Hard to tell. So it's fine. Yeah, we also, we I know we don't really talk NFL. We're talking week five. Like we hyped up the uh, game of the century uh, Sunday night was Brady's return to uh, Foxborough to play, you know, his former team, the, uh, uh, the uh, Patriots. And the game was relatively a dud. I mean, uh, it was, I crashed out. But they won, the, the Bucks won, but it was not a pretty game. We really wanted to see, I think, Brady, like, thrash the uh, Patriots. And we didn't get that, and it was a bummer. So nothing that was hyped up this weekend uh, worked out. So I'm really getting nervous about the new James Bond movie that comes out this week that sounds to be very hyped. Uh, so let's stop uh, hyping things uh-oh. up and just let me enjoy it. Talk about something that's weird in the air. That will be so sad if it's not good. Oh, I know. I am, I'm not like a... Uh, it's been some time over the last few years. I went back and watched a lot of James Bonds, and there, uh, this we we should get into the football at some point. But they are like a fun representation of like certain eras, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, the Bond character for a lot of them is is maybe not a, a type of uh, man we've got away from in a good way. But then there's something about the movies and the style. And, <laughs> do what? I said good dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when he like. The first scene in a first movie slapped some random woman in the ass. I was like, "I'll see you later, babe." It's like, "All right, let's 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 calm down, James Bond." Probably good. Probably good that we moved on from that, James right, Bond. I right. Right. I guess, and like we said, uh, we should probably transition into football. But like, wait, how old James Bond is forever? How, when's the first? Oh one? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are we're? I don't know that we're at quite at fifty years, but yeah, James Bond. I mean, Sean Connery, the original James Bond. Uh, it, it, it's been around a long. I'm trying to get a date. On uh, let the record show. I'm I'm stalling right now while he is literally googling the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor No came out in 1962. So yeah, we're looking right at get 60 old. years. Wow, I said 50 and undersold it. Yeah, but I mean, f- really fun way to look back at how like movies have changed, if nothing else. Uh, for sure, for sure. A lot of fun. Go. So, I'm excited about the new James Bond. Sorry, but well, football. Uh, yeah, let's talk football. Let's do it. We've we've rambled on enough. Well, we're going to start in the ACC. I know I said we we were not – not that we were not going to talk ACC, but I like the the system that we've got. Um, a relatively, you know, not a huge weekend to talk about, except that the best two teams in the conference are probably Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh are truly you- might have the best offense in the conference. And I realize Carolina dropped – you know, has a – first round quarterback probably that's going to be drafting the first round of the but Pittsburgh's offense overall looks great they are they are explosive in a way that no one else in the ACC seems to be well that's exciting yeah I guess I don't I I, no that's not exciting (laughs) no I'm kidding I'm kidding I can't I don't think you know what's going on I can't tell if you know if you're excited or happy or sad no I don't particularly care for Pitt I, I I'm not like some huge I don't like their coach a lot I think he's just kind of I mean, for lack of a better word, an asshole. And I don't like the way he rolls his teams out and stuff like that. I don't like some of his sideline ad texts and his comments after the games. He's probably truly one of my least favorite coaches in sports. What's his 
what's his deal where's he from is he from like you know i don't i know that he came from uh he came from michigan state he had a really good defense in michigan state then he did but uh pittsburgh his whole thing is like hey every he teaches his corners this every chance you get just just foul just like commit pass interference because they are not going to sit here and call pass interference every play of every game. So just do it as often as you can. They're only going to call it a handful of times in a game. And that's that's the type of person he is. Pat Narduzzi. He's like he's kind of scrappy. He's not winning the game in like a creative way. He's just like, "Oh, here's a loophole. Let's go for it." Yeah, but it's it's the type of loophole, you know, some loopholes are like, "Oh, you did something really smart." And this is like you did something relatively slimy. It, 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 you are exploiting the system in a bad way. But he's also, I don't particularly like his antics on the field or off the field either. Okay. So it has more to do with who he is too. Less Anyway, his whole being, his existence. Well, okay. So as quick and concise as you think is possible, what is a pass interference? Like, because I hear that called and so I can visually see it, but like, what what are the qualifications of a pass interference? Yeah. Well, so you're... I mean, there are clear-cut pass interference, but so it can't be so concise. But it's really the the defensive back or the same, whatever. The defensive player's job is to prevent the pass from being pass, completed. Being completed, yes. So it, it's any way you can stop that that isn't just swatting the ball away. It's turning the defender. It's just straight up or the offensive player. It's knocking the offensive player down. It's anything outside like of the before rules. they throw the ball, right? Yeah, or that's a hold before they throw the ball. But once the ball's thrown, it's pass interference. So before the ball gets there, if you have knocked them down, pulled their arms down, twisted them, you know, oh, see, I didn't realize that there were rules that you couldn't touch the player who had the ball. No, you can. You can touch the player. Like if my if your hands on them, so you know where they're at. It's once you start pushing and pulling and stuff like that. But if your hands on them, oh yeah, your hands and some games. These the you, you learn that you can get away with a little bit more. You know, you can have your hand down here and you're pulling their jersey and it gets some separation. You can push, but his is just do it blatantly any chance you can because it doesn't matter. They're not going to call it the 60 pass plays the other team has. Man, this seems kind of stressful that you would have – no wonder it's, like, so controversial on, on what's called and what's not because at right. a certain level you're like, oh, like, was that this or was that this or was that this? Yeah, we, yeah. Anytime there's interpretation in the air, it, it's gonna, it's not always gonna be the same. But it, it's also tough. It's, it's, it's a fast game. Um, with a lot of fine lines. Yeah, a lot of moving parts, and it, it's tough. And a lot of times, pass interference. I mean, there's times it's blatant and it's blatant, and those get called. But a lot of times you go, the it's there's two players plus you know sometimes there's multiple in the area, and there's a ball coming, and it's all done at a very fast pace. And stuff gets missed, but... Yeah, so, like, he's basically... He's marketing on the fact that he knows statistically, no, like, they're not going to be able to call every single pass interference. They just won't. Right. Yeah, it's just like they don't call every hold they see. Referees know, like, we're not... Every foul that we see is not called. It's just... Or penalty, whatever. It's just not called that way. Because it would be insanely boring because you almost could on every play. And he just exploits that in a way that... Pretty publicly. I don't Pretty like publicly. I, yeah, Because I, yeah. I think I think players are taught, hey, if you keep your hands by your side and you're grabbing a jersey, hey, you know, there's some gamesmanship there. But when you're trying to exploit this stuff in a, in a in a 
different way. It's not a fan, but it's really a lot of his other stuff too. Yeah. Well, now that I know, cause I'm all about context. Uh, I'll remember that and I'll be absolutely not rooting for Pittsburgh. Get Pittsburgh out of here. Get Pittsburgh out of here. Get out of here. Other things in the ACC, North Carolina looked like they were clicking again. You know, Sam Howell, I, I, I we, his offensive line stinks. I, I, I'm not telling Sam how to make a business decision, but if he at some point like gets hit real hard and just says, eh, I'm, I'm done. I'm going, I'm getting drafted next year. I'm, I'm sitting and I, I would get yeah. it because his offensive line, he's, he's well on his way to making millions of dollars and playing in the NFL. And if he just takes another blindside shot that he is not seeing at all and just gets crushed, uh, it's a risk of all going away. And I hate it for him. Interesting. Yeah, I know that would be kind of crappy. It sounds like, He's in a little bit of a predicament. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's a he's a he's a, a great player and and wants to to play and fight and and I'm sure loves Carolina. But man, there's some shots he's taking that make me like, yo, bud, just pack it in, pack it in. What does that even mean? Like, what are you saying right now? <laughs> like, I'm saying he, you, you know, we've you, seen. Go ahead. Like he's taking. Okay, so what I hear you saying is like he's taking so many hits. That that's going to injure him in a way that's not going to have him perform well for the rest of his career. Is that I mean, it could, it could, or even if it just delays what he does. I mean, look, if Sam Howell, he's he's got some, he's got some speed to him. He's not like a, he's not like a run first quarterback by any means, but he can move. You know, a, a torn ACL on a shot he doesn't see coming definitely affects what his career can be going forward. Interesting. Yeah. The pack it in. That was the comment that I was like, Oh, like maybe just like, Hey guys, I got hurt and I don't know that I'm coming back to play this year. I mean, he, he's got that. Like, do you mean that level of severity? Like you, we've seen it a bit more and more, you know, as, as the last few years have, we've seen guys taking off bowl games, you know, last year I think was a different beast with guys opting out had that ability. I, I just, you know, Sam Howell, I wouldn't blame him is all I have to say. And I'm not, you know, maybe, maybe other people would be like, no, that's the wrong way to look at it. But man, some of these shots he's taking. Certainly Carolina fans. Yeah. I don't know that they would agree, but you know, it's just, it's unnecessary shots. He take that offensive line. They brought everybody back from last year and had a good offensive line last year. And it just has not gelled in the same way this year. Uh, I don't know, but there, I, I, not that he needs to be worried about him, but man, there's times I'm like, Hey, this stinks for you, bud. But hit him with the old bud. Those things for you, bud. All right, let's move. Yeah. You ready to move to the Big Ten? You got another ACC? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm I'm ready. Good. We 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 uh we talked about the ACC well too long. Uh, you know, a pretty pretty cake uh weekend. I did. We did mention uh Michigan and Wisconsin. <laughs> cake is not the word I was looking for. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> Not the not the word I was looking for. I did not expect you to say that. I was so chalk funny. is the chalk is the phrase I was looking what for. What did I say? No, it's um, it's gas. I do gas weekend or was it? Are you saying it's good or bad? I'm just saying it went exactly kind of we thought it would. Oh, then vanilla chalk. Chalk is the word I'm I'm looking for. Went chalk. <laughs> uh, I would say the biggest the biggest thing I'd like to mention is Michigan uh, beating Wisconsin. I don't know that Wisconsin's good, but I did yeah. like seeing Michigan beat them and maybe start to justify their 5-0 and record. They've beat a team and they've beat an actual football team when they beat Wisconsin. See, it's so hard for me because I know a Michigan fan. I think we all know Michigan fan, fans right. who are absolutely atrocious to be around. And so there is this part of me that's like, oh, gosh, like 
I just want you to lose because you're the, like, actually, for instance, I was at a, like a function and there was a person who was rooting for Michigan. And when they had finally won, like it was called, he just kept saying into his phone, Hey Siri, who won the Wisconsin game? And just like, kept letting it like over and over. And I was yeah. like, I'm not even a fan of Wisconsin, but I was like, dude, like uh, you were no. Yeah. No. That just sounds like a huge dork that you were hanging out with. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound, that sounds like a, maybe a, an annoying person that you are around. I, I would not say that's all Michigan fans. Michigan fans have, uh, I, next time you're around that person and they're, they're maybe doing that, just say like, what, when is uh, what weekend is the Ohio state game? Just go, Hey, what weekend is the Ohio state game? And just, no, I mean, I was like, y'all suck normally. This is a weird thing. That's yeah. All they've, I- yeah. They're, I I, we close. don't know that they're good yet. We have we've yet to see them play. I mean, I just gave Wisconsin said they're a legit football team. They're a football team, but sure, uh, sure. We'll, we'll see. Well, I think, too, it just goes to prove I have a theory that sore winners are infinitely worse than sore losers. Like, I would rather deal with a sore loser who's, like, pouting, like, on, you know, in the fetal position, not speaking to anybody, than, like, a winner that you're like, okay, actually, like, I need, like, come on, let's go. Let's yeah. just, let's be done. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yes. Don't be, don't be a, a an annoying winner. I mean, you, it, it, yeah, don't be an annoying winner. I'll stand by that. Um, yeah. So are we ready. I think that's kind of all I want to say there. The rest of the conference looked, you know, relatively good. I mean, at the top who we thought was good. Iowa had a big win. Um, Penn state had a big win. And I think Penn State and Iowa play this weekend coming up. Going to be this weekend coming up. I mean, we, we we're not going to sit here and talk about it. This weekend coming up is very very nice looking. Like there are some big games, and I know I said that this weekend it was like, hey, we got some big games, and I'm excited. And they ended up being duds. Yeah. But this weekend looks like a, some big games. Well, I'm super excited. I'm going to give you a literal play by play. Get it of the. Uh, South Carolina Tennessee game, which I will be attending. Oh, that's awesome! South Carolina Tennessee, that's great. But that's that's neither here nor there. That's yes. just like, I'm physically going to be there, so I'm definitely going to have my eyes on that game. Well, we will get we will get like the full recap from you of of all the events of that day. Pretty excited! Can't wait. But yeah, no, I'm done with Big Ten. Perfect. Well, we'll pop into the Big Twelve real quick. Uh, Lizzie, I have a I have maybe like a. Uh, I don't even – I'm going to try to figure out how to ask this in the right way. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. I don't think it's that. I think Oklahoma is 5-0. and And Oklahoma has yet to really look impressive, but they're also 5-0, and and we know they have a lot of talent. We know they have a good coach, and they just kind of keep winning. Is that impress you, or do you, or do you just kind of go, yeah, they keep winning, that's good? Or do you go, no, it's got to look impressive at some point to really believe? See, I think that goes back to the question, like, is there a good win and a bad win? It's kind of like, is there, like we always ask, like, is there a good loss and a bad loss? Or, is you know, that's kind of how I'm like, if you win, you win. Like, no matter, because I also, though, am from the philosophy of like very much C's, get degrees, get the crap done, just hit the check boxes. Yeah. Like to me, I'm not like, oh, like it was beautiful. It's like, no, I completed it. Let's go. You know, yeah. so that I would say, like, if you're winning, you're winning. Yeah. And I think once you get to like, I think uh, Notre Dame was a little bit the that, though, they just kind of want you're like, oh, they won. Like it wasn't it was never pretty. And then Cincinnati just got on them the other day. You know, yeah. number seven Cincinnati 
uh, went into Notre Dame and just got after him. And it, it never felt like Notre Dame was on, you know, was equipped at all. And Notre Dame is 4-0, had won at Florida State, had uh, – uh, they had barely beat – or they, they barely beat Florida State. We know that's not a very good Florida State team. You know, they started to blow out Wisconsin. So, you're like, okay, maybe maybe just the winning close, they've got through it, and now they're they're winning big. And it, that was not the case. And I do worry that's what Oklahoma's headed to. I just don't know that they play anybody that can do that to them until they make the playoff, which, yeah. you know, is is if they continue to win, and even if it's not pretty – but so, at some point, it just feels like they're going to get knocked in the mouth, and it's just going to be like, oh, we just watched Oklahoma lose by 42. You know, it's going to be something weird. Well, and I feel like so when we did the episode with um, our Texas fans, they acted like, and this seems true to me, like Oklahoma's somewhat good, especially in the conference. Is that historically true? Yeah, I mean, I think if you had to – if you put – I mean, Oklahoma's played it now in multiple playoffs the last few years. They are – recruiting it at, at some of the highest level in the country year in and year out. Like if you, if you had to say like who's better the last decade, it's Oklahoma by a mile. If you're saying between Oklahoma and Texas and they've been the premier team of the big 12, they just haven't gotten over that national championship hump because they're really elite at the same time as Clemson and Bama have been really elite. And, and sure. it's just yeah. that, that slight difference there, but yeah, Oklahoma's kind of the, the, the cream of the crop in the Midwest. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I wondered that because they definitely made, uh, they alluded to that then in, in the, oh gosh, what's it's coming up. What's the name of the game? I can't, is it Red Oh, Rock the Red River rival, Red River rivalry. I always call it Red Rock rivalry. I just say, I turned into Scooby-Doo for a second there. Yeah. Everyone knows. I mean, for sure. I made an idiot. I said it earlier, but I think I said like rubble. I don't know. It was bad. Anyway, but that game has seemed to be. Pro- I mean, is that one of the largest in the conference? Who's because who's the the powerhouse? Oklahoma, Texas, and Texas. Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas. You get Oklahoma State in there. You know, that's that that's really it. I mean, uh, Baylor has had some up and down seasons. You see every once in a while. TCU is always kind of a tough team, but really, your 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 class of that conference is Oklahoma, Texas, and then. You'll see some teams ebb and flow kind of up and down the the thing. But Texas has not been up there. They're 4-1 right now. Had a really nice win against TCU this weekend. I actually watched a lot of that game. Um, Was left impressed. But it's been a while since they've been, you know, they're back or whatever that you want to say. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, Lizzie, let's uh, let's take a quick break and we come back. We'll jump into the SEC with the Pac-12 and kind of anything else we want to. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. All right, Lizzie, let's jump into the SEC. See, I don't even feel like we need to build it that much. Just say we're talking about the next conference, which just okay. happens to be the SEC. All right. Hey, we're talking about the next conference. It just so happens to be the SEC, and we're getting into it. Uh Alabama and Georgia are really good. Really, really good. Oh, wait. What's new? Yeah, but, man, they are uh, – Georgia, I am impressed with. I, I think I could make an argument Georgia's the best team in the country. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and I want to see Georgia spank Alabama. That would feel – like, I just – They're going to get two shots out of this year. I'll tell you that right now. They are playing twice. They're going to play in the SEC championship, and they're going to play 
in the national championship. I don't, I mean, it, it's early days. I get we're in week five, but man, there is a level of separation between those two teams that I don't see anybody else getting close to. I mean, I just feel like we should have prepared something better to say. No, I mean, like, you know, there's not much you, you can say. No, I mean, but like in, in response to that, I'm like, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, the, the Arkansas game was brutal. Yep. Um, the Alabama Old Miss game, I wouldn't say it was – no, I mean, wasn't it was good. Brutal. No, yeah, it wasn't good. good. You know, uh, our, our boy Joey Freshwater, uh, right before the game started, had his headphones on, I think, and was talking to the thing. And he said, everybody grab their popcorn and does his thing. And, uh, you know, he, he at least made fun of it today and said, hey, we didn't have our microwave turned on, plugged in before I said, you know, get your popcorn ready. It, it's tough, though. I mean, I think Ole Miss isn't quite at the at – the, he hasn't had a full cycle there. You know, he, he's only been there two years now. One was a year, you know, that first season, COVID, hard to get new recruits on campus and this and the other. To, and I think it, with time, he, he can build something. But uh, it's not there yet, despite their, their being 12th in the country. And they just didn't have the the bodies and the, and the athletes to match Bama. Um, he might have no. – the scheme might have been close, but, man, the, the, the players were not. Now you brought up an interesting point, which is that do you think coaches talk smack always in keeping in mind something to rebuttal the smack that they've just talked Ooh. to somehow cover it up to be like, oh, like if we lose, here's what I say. Because like, imagine you're never like going to think like psychologically coaches would never say like, I've never prepared to have a loser speech ready. But it's like, right. uh, if you're going to talk smack, you better have prepared to have some sort of loser laugh about your smack. Right. Uh, do you think, do you think maybe like he had a, he doesn't call him all the time, but he's got like a, a buddy that's a comedian and he's like, all right, dude, I stepped in it. Like, just give me something good to come back. And they like spitball ideas back and back. And they're like, all right, I like oh, this. Good, Can we go yeah. 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 And they're like, Oh, okay. That's it. And I'll drop that in. Yeah. You know, cause somebody's going to say something. Maybe that's, maybe that's what he has. And maybe that's he's probably- creative enough. That's a really good point. No, 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 no way that a coach is that creative. I feel like here's the thing. We couldn't have just, there's no way a person could have those skills to be like re, a really good coach and also really funny. I don't think right. I know many who are in that same. It's like a different part of your brain. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. So, so, so my. Yeah. I'm glad we came to that conclusion because it's comedian in the back pocket for sure. Perfect. 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 Um, yeah, so those, you know, that is the, the class of the SEC. It's the class of the, the uh, league as well. I mean, Ole Miss and Auburn, Arkansas are going to go on to probably have really good seasons, but, you know, it, it just shows how far they've got to go, even though both those teams were in the top 12. Uh, shockingly con- good news, the Connecticut, the UConn and uh, Vanderbilt game wasn't zero to zero. No, it was – 30 to 28, and man, uh, it looked – it was like raining. It looked every bit of miserable as two of the worst teams in the country playing each other deserved. They said, like, you could – I think for 60 bucks you could, like, go on the field and, uh, and like, just throw out a couple plays. Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just come on. Please come on, come give us, Please give us your money. Uh, I, I will tell you, just to stick with UConn, they play UMass this weekend, and really statistically, and and, and people that are much smarter, like break down the every team and slot them in, and they are like the worst two teams in the country. Connecticut, UMass, neither has a win. One will after this weekend, um, but truly uh, a, a bad football program. That's rough. Yeah, entertaining. 
but sucks to be a fan. Oh yeah. Uh, Maybe real tough they're a resident. Fan. Like I don't know anybody in Connecticut, but I feel like I can say, no, no, no. They've got like Yale. They're fine. They're great. Oh yeah, Connecticut seems nice. I don't. I don't know what you were getting ready to. Uh, I don't know what you were getting ready to say there. Well, um, I certainly wasn't going to insult the whole state. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, you've only done that multiple times. You actually, <laughs> you, you, I, I haven't brought this up in a while. You tore apart a whole region of the United States, the whole entire yeah, Midwest. I did that. I think I tried to do it carefully so that it couldn't be traced back to me. But if we're just going to call a spade a spade, a spade a spade is called. Uh, yeah, and then I want to talk a little bit about Auburn, LSU, and uh, Bo Nix. I, I don't. We don't, we've never done this before, but I'm giving performance of the weekend. I loved Bo Nix's performance, um, which I think I can say almost any time Bo Nix plays because it's it's chaos a lot of times. He is he is playing um, a position that you often want someone that, like, is, you know, knows what he's doing, is pretty structured, can make reads, you know, does similar things on things, and that is not Bo Nix. He is chaos. And sometimes, you know, you – all of a sudden have thrown three interceptions against opponent. You should be by 45. And sometimes you head down into LSU and Baton Rouge on a Saturday night and you're winning a game that uh, maybe on paper you were supposed to win, but that's much harder to do. And it takes Bo Nix playing out of his mind. And he's got that in his back pocket and I respect that for him. And it was the best, best performance I saw all weekend. Interesting. Interesting take on that. Now I, uh, I don't think I'd ever seen it. I mean, I've seen him play, in games, but I, I Googled him because I was trying to figure out what he actually looks like, what he yeah. plays. You just get some stats on it. You want to know the first thing that when you start to type in Bo Nix, though, the first thing that pops up is Bo Nix fiance. So, oh, of course, yeah. I took a look. It's super beautiful. Yeah, I, I was going like, to say, is he doing all right? I feel like that's way cooler is that he is with her. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I did think that was funny. But, yeah, no, Bo Nix, um, also cool name. Like, yeah, not just, a bad name. Yeah, not a bad as, name. As far as football players go, I think his parents were definitely thinking ahead. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing when they named him Bo. Uh, he had this play, He had this amazing play the other night where he, the pressure comes. He breaks to the outside. He breaks to the right side. Nothing there. He runs back around to the left. He runs back around to the left. And then he finds his tight end. And it was just, like I said, chaotic and out of control. And sometimes that's what you need. And it, it, just a lot of fun. I, it, it's the kind of player that works in college football that – Obviously, won't make it to the NFL, but uh, it, it, that's it's kind of that type why of player in chaos. Why is it so obviously not going to make it to the NFL? Just because he's, he, I mean, because he has so many games where it dips below. Like plays like that aren't all common as much more. You know, the bad plays are really common too. Is what the worry is. If he was doing some of this some of the time, but seventy five percent of the time was like. Cobb Cooley collected and still had some bad passes in him. Yeah, he's going to yeah. make the NFL. But because coaches go, we can coach that out of him. Let's give it a shot. But the bad plays happen way too often for, for an NFL franchise to be like, yeah, we think this is the guy. I mean, he might make the league. I'm, I'm not going to sit here do it and say he won't. But it, it doesn't feel like it would be like a sustained, he'll have a long career or any type of real lengthy career because it's just too chaotic. But it's fun. Yeah, no, it sounds way more fun to watch than the the calculated sterile uh, good plays. Yeah, <laughs> consistently yeah. good. Right, right. Uh, there's fun in both. There's something. There's fun at high level quarterback play when you see it, even if it's not like just running around in circles. But yes, uh, Kentucky beat Florida again. Kentucky's five and zero. Oh. They beat Florida. They didn't beat Florida for like 
some insane stat, like 40 years, and they've beat them like two, three of the last four years. Kentucky Kentucky owns Florida now. Heck, yeah. Have you seen the um, – I feel like you have the tweet of the guy catching the uh, gator in the trash can. Oh, yeah, that was insane. So funny, and I, I'm all here for it. And that feels very accurate to, like, what it would be like to both <laughs> literally do that and probably to beat Florida. Yeah, it's what it takes, a, a, yeah. a trash can. No, I mean, they won this game 31 straight years, Florida did, or 31 times they played. I, I'm doing my math. It's not exactly 31 years. Um, no, I guess it would be. Yeah, they played every year for 31 straight years, and Florida won it for 31 of them. And then two of the last four have gone to Kentucky. But it was the first It was the first Kentucky win in the Swamp. And uh, let's see if I can pull the stat up. Since 1979. Wait, they weren't in the swamp though. They were in Kentucky. They were at Kentucky. No, this weekend was. Oh, you're right. Oh, they won. In, they won in 2018 in the swamp. Sorry, you're right. So it was the, but it was still it was the first home win they've had against them since 1986. <laughs> that is wild. That's literally like, that's that's a long time. What 32? You just said 31, 31 years. 31 years. That's wild, and I don't have any uh, any place for understanding that kind of distance and time when it comes to winning something. But it is no. kind of sad when you're like, oh, like, like, so it's got, I mean, there's no way it's not going to be now and from till eternity that they're just going to win. So that's almost more anxious when you get to the level when you're like, oh, like, when is it going to switch? Like, the flip has to switch. Yeah, yeah, and it, 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 yes, 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 absolutely. Like, it goes on that long, it can't. If it's almost worse for both sides. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. No, I think about that a lot when you're like, at that point, it's almost, it's worse. And I think that it's mentally that block of like, we can't lose. Like, I think statistically you get to a point where we're like, well, we could, like we could. Cause like, you know, numbers would say we could lose. Like you can, you can only pep yourself up off, like, and do so much good coaching. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't know. Yeah, no, I got you. I, I, I can only speak from personal experience. Uh, Virginia Tech won 15 straight against uh, Virginia. Sure, yeah, and, I thought about it as well. You know, it's not 31 years. It's double that, uh, plus one. But still, it goes on for so long. Uh, you know, it eventually will come to an end, and and that's fine. But it, 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 it becomes something bigger when they finally win. It's like, okay, you got one this year. And then the next year it went back. Virginia Tech won pretty handily. So it's it, – but – that's a little bit different. They're both in state. I think it's better all, overall if, if this rivalry becomes pretty intense for free, between Virginia and Virginia Tech. It doesn't just become like an 18-game, 15-game winning streak. But that was a lot of fun. So it's true. Well, and then, uh, yeah. So Bo Nix, my performance of the week. It's the first time I've given that. Probably the last as well. Not a, not a segment I'm going to try to make. And then uh, we go on over to the Pac-12, which was big. Uh, the Pac-12 is also out of any and all playoff running. The Pac-12 and the ACC are done, are done, are cooked, are done. Simultaneously. Now, what what just took the Pac-12 out? Is well, just- Oregon went down to Stanford, went and saw those nerds at Stanford oh! and lost 34-20, in overtime. Dude, I missed that. Yeah, My yeah. Oregon? My Oregon lost. Yeah, your Oregon lost. They, they just came out slow. They never, like, looked – I don't know. Stanford, Stanford. Did they have their smart. Nikes on? Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to wear anything else. I think they just wore their Nikes. Ugh, Stanford got them. And the Pac-12's out. We will not see a Pac-12 team in the playoff. 
you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Welcome. Come on down to with, with the ACC. Yeah, we'll hang out. We'll meet in the middle somewhere in that blasted Midwest area. Yeah, that you hate. Anything else? Nothing really else happened out there. Arizona State, those weirdos might be good. We'll have to get some eyes on them. They play real late. But we'll do better about that. <laughs> yeah, you will, for sure. And that's it. That's the roundup of week five, Lizzie. I think pretty, pretty, a little bummed on how much we hyped it up, but a really good day of football. And, and Yeah. And, well, I mean, it's sad. It's sad whenever you're like, oh, well, last week was really uninteresting. Then this week we're like, oh, it's going to be amazing. And it also was like, meh. Yeah. So, just, there was some fun games in there. There always is, but you got to be, you know, I was really hoping we'd see some top teams like really have good football games and we just didn't quite see it. Nope, we did not quite see it. I watched more of Wake Forest Louisville than I ever should have. Louisville. That's not how you say it. Louisville. Oh, Christopher. I corrected myself. I heard it and corrected it. You said Louisville. So from not here. Oh. Louisville. I think it's Louisville. It is. It's Louisville. Sorry. Golly. I was doing a bit. Well, uh, we didn't even mention Clemson, which is like not worth mentioning at all. But like that was our one claim to fame. I, they almost got their tails whipped by Boston College, so uh-huh. it was um, yeah, just, it's bleak. And the words of grizzly and it's grim. Grizzly and, and grim and bleak works too. Well, uh, that's week five. I week five. I personally don't have anything else to say. Um, yeah. Yeah, me neither. That'll that'll kind of wrap it up. Well, Chris, per the usual, what I always say, and I never mess up, is that you can follow us on social at your new fave team. Yep. And that's how you can find us. We have a bit on Instagram where we do a Facebook or dang it, an Instagram live on Saturday mornings, just talking about what we're watching that weekend and why. Yeah. Jump in there and ask. You can even ask questions. There's like a questions part of it. Comment or say something to us. Yeah. We'll see if sure. one of us can think on the fly. We have exciting things coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's right. I'm um, going to get some more fans in here. That's right. Break just to, just to get our toes in the water of uh, football. But that's that's some things that are coming up. So stay tuned. That's it. That's it. Well, Lizzie, you got one last thing you want to say? It's been a party. That's right. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>